I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world, and we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. All right, y'all. So this episode is stacked. I truly tried to fit everything in that is going on and simply could not. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that just as a reminder, I am doing um, a special report on any legal action Trump has in the works with Sugar Free Media's lawyer, Paige Hulse of Paige Hulse Law. She's wonderful. You guys, I think we'll really enjoy getting to know her on the podcast. She's so intelligent and so graceful and she will walk us through it thoroughly. Um, But we're recording that tomorrow and I'll have it to you guys as soon as possible. So we're not going to be covering that, but there's a lot to go over. So um, some of it will flow into tomorrow's episode, but I'm getting you the most pressing news first. So let's start off with a potential vaccine. So yeah, first and freaking foremost, we may have a vaccine soon, people. The economy is also already reacting to it. After a long and very lonely, dark period for everyone, we may be looking at a pathway back to normalcy, a way to snuff out the virus and end the death that has plagued these United States for eight very long months. Pfizer is a company that actually plays a huge role in my family's story. So indulge me for a second because I think this will shed some light on this moment in history for you guys. So my dad worked as a lawyer for a pharmaceutical company called Warner Lambert. It no longer exists. It doesn't exist because Pfizer took it over. It was a surprise takeover and one that broke our hearts because Warner Lambert was a great company. They had invented a lot of stuff. The company traced its legacy all the way back to a scientist who developed one of the most early antiseptics. His name, Joseph Lister, as in Listerine. A print of all the different Listerine bottles actually hung at our house, celebrating its 100th anniversary for years in 
probably still does today. They also discovered and developed the biggest selling medicine of all time to this day, a cholesterol drug called Lipitor, and it saved a lot of lives. Warner Lambert, needless to say, was a company focused on innovating and making great products. But after taking them over, Pfizer just kind of stalled out. My dad was offered a job to stay at Pfizer, but he took it down because he really just didn't believe in their vision. He could tell they weren't focused on innovating, but just on squashing their competition. This is when he was offered a job in Brussels, Belgium, for his old law firm, and my family left on a journey that enriched our lives immeasurably, so it all worked out for us. But after years and years of simply focusing on corporate takeovers and not really doing much else, Pfizer saw the opportunity to create the novel coronavirus vaccine and be part of history. And they shifted their focus away from corporate takeovers and their competition and into innovation and finding solutions for their customers. And the rest may be history. They now literally might hold the key to solving this crisis. And it's for real, you guys. Early data shows that this vaccine is more than 90% effective. To put that into perspective, the CDC shows that the flu vaccine is only between 40 and 60% effective. Over 90% effectiveness is insane and would be super helpful. And zero serious safety concerns have been observed thus far during the trial. But if this doesn't give you hope, there are actually 11 vaccines total in late stage trials four in the United States alone. Moderna's option also uses technology similar to that of Pfizer, so this bodes well for their odds. They also wanted to specifically note that they received no federal funding, and they being Pfizer, in an effort to keep politics out of their scientific process. The economy is already rebounding following this news. As we know... The economy crashed not only due to strict lockdown, but due to people being sick, unable to travel, and not feeling safe outside their homes right now. But a safe vaccine could really turn things around. And a healthy economy helps all of us. How cool would it be if this was a moment that led Pfizer towards innovating and innovating energy instead of always focusing on corporate takeovers. I feel like this is the ultimate message to all of us. Look at what you can do when you stay in your own lane and focus on creating something amazing rather than focusing on what everyone else is doing. As we all know, comparison squashes creativity, y'all. Pfizer was always busy looking over their shoulder, worrying about being the little guy, and forgot to make a great product for their customers. And now they're doing that. And I hope that they can recognize this moment as a turning point for their company. But additionally, I also need to note that the FDA gave emergency approval for another drug. 
So this drug is an experimental antibody drug that is made by the company Eli Lilly. This drug is a treatment for people who have COVID, and it doesn't prevent you from getting the virus, but rather treats it once you have it. This drug does come with the instructions that it should not be used on hospitalized patients, but should be administered as soon as possible after a positive COVID test. So if you, like hundreds of thousands of other Americans, recently tested positive for COVID, definitely look into receiving this new antibody treatment by Eli Lilly. I will not attempt to pronounce the actual name of the medication because I will butcher it. I was actually looking for how to pronounce it online and it's so new there's not even any resources on how to pronounce it. So um, I apologize for that but if you are really interested in taking it and you have COVID go to our website because I have a written version of this uh, podcast episode up on the blog and you can find the name of the drug there. Um, and if you did recently test positive for COVID, I hope you feel better soon. But speaking of COVID, Biden actually just announced yesterday his new coronavirus task force picks. No surprise here. He chose from doctors and health experts. Starting from the top, his task force will have three co-chairs to balance things out. The co-chairs will be Vivek H. Murthy, who was Surgeon General during the Obama years, David Kessler, who was Food and Drug Administration Commissioner under George Bush Sr. and Clinton, who my dad, he told me not to go into these stories he told me, but He's a certifiable badass, that guy. David Kessler, he's from New York, um, was running a hospital in the Bronx and just sounds really badass. Definitely look him up. And Marcella Nunez-Smith, who was the Associate Dean for Health and Equity Research at the Yale School of Medicine. From there, the task force has 10 other members, making 13 members in total, including a former a few former Trump administration officials who had worked on the COVID task force under his administration. Bravo to Biden for genuinely reaching across the aisle with the very first thing that he's doing. Taking a note out of Obama's playbook here, but I'm into it. Now to flip over to the other side real quick. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Get this dance. You about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. You about to lose your job. So, who all in Washington is about to lose their job? Well, today, starting with today, Trump fired Mark Esper, his defense secretary, who had honestly already been kind of on the outs with the president ever since criticizing him for using the military to clear a way for a photo op during the height of the Black Lives Matter protests. 
The decision to fire Esper was announced in typical Trump fashion using his Twitter account. But a lot of the characters that we've come to know over the past few years, like William Barr, Kaylee McGinney, and even Anthony Fauci, will be out of work pretty soon here. At least in the roles they have been as of late. White House alum have a way of landing on their feet, especially someone like Fauci who doesn't trade in political favors. But as of now, they about to lose their jobs. So lastly, to wrap up, I wanted to talk about Hurricane Ada. And I wanted to go ahead and warn you guys, this does have some graphic descriptions of what's happened. It's really extreme what's being experienced right now. So we had talked a little bit about Hurricane Ada last week, but I wanted to give you guys an update on this storm. Hurricane Ada was originally a Category 4 hurricane that weakened along its path, as they tend to do. When hitting landfall, Hurricane Ada brought with it heavy rains that led to deadly landslides in Nicaragua and then up in Guatemala. In Guatemala, people have literally been buried by the mudslides that were caused. Homes are destroyed and lives have been lost. One woman alone lost 22 family members in this one event. Rescuers have been sent out, but the country is in major recovery and survival mode. More than 100 people are likely dead from this disaster in Guatemala alone, and that's like really a minimum, you guys. It's probably a lot higher than that. Mexico and Nicaragua have also lost lives. But all this devastation happened over the weekend. Now, the storm has taken a literal turn and gathered speed again while brushing over Cuba and up towards Miami, Florida, which got hit all of yesterday. This is a serious storm, and there will be a lot of damage and recovery slash rescue efforts needed. If you have the ability to give, there will be so many different places that you can donate to. But I always recommend the Red Cross um, for each specific country or just generally. This is the type of work that they really excel in, and every little bit does help I say that as someone who just survived a scary storm, albeit of a different nature. It's an ice storm, not a hurricane. But even a hug from strangers meant so much to us while we were struggling. And everyone who lent us equipment or even their trucks made such a huge impact on our ability to get back to normal life as quickly as possible. So do what you can where you can. Tomorrow, I will talk to you guys more about the Georgia runoffs and go into detail about what's happening there. We are seeing some civil unrest in Ethiopia as well, and I want to dive into that as well. But like I said at the top of the episode, it just didn't all fit. I'm past my 15 minutes, so I'm just going to say stay tuned, y'all. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, 
There will be plenty of people rooting for you to fail. And that's what makes it such fun. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh.